It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. After a bit of a break, Jane Pickett, our resident vet from the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the veterinary, uh, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, is back with us. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. Are you nice and refreshed after your break? Oh, you know, it was it was lovely. Well, I, I have grand old suntan. I got to skip a few weeks of, of, of the winter in Ireland uh, and I, I'm back, back at it now, nice and refreshed. And you've come back to the right time of the year as well with spring and everything. So that's exactly. a, it, it's a good time to get away. OK, straight into questions for Jane. John Paul is taking the call. 0818103103. Sheila wants to know, does the urine of a male tomcat who's neutered, does it still smell? The reason I'm asking is that somebody seems to be peeing at my back door, but my cat is neutered and I can't see any other stray cats locally and I'm wondering once you neuter a male cat does that horrible smell disappear? It usually tends to. Now if a cat is recently neutered the smell the kind of tomcat urine smell can linger for for a few weeks certainly Um, but 
generally it does tend to disappear. So I suspect, although there may not seem to be any stray cats around, it's quite possible that there might be, or it might have just been an uncastrated kind of, you know, neighbouring cat. It might not necessarily be a stray, but they do like to scent mark things. And, you know, it's a pungent smell. It's unmistakable. Once you've smelt it once, you know what it smells like. Um, so I suspect it may be some other cat beyond your own, unless your cat is just recently neutered, in which case the smell be, may be lingering. It's a very difficult smell to get rid of as well. And I tend to find when they kind of, uh, when a male cat kind of marks and scents an area, sometimes they'll come back and, and do it repeatedly. So I'd normally recommend trying to clean the area to remove the smell if you can with a pet safe cleaner, just try and get rid of all of the, the, the smell of ammonia if you can. I suppose if it's outdoors, it'll probably wear away eventually with the with the elements on it. Um, But I suppose be, be aware that if it's an area that that cat whether it be stray or otherwise is within its territory it may well come back and try and remark it again so sometimes i find trying to put a, an object in the way of the area that they've decided to mark on can can help discourage them slightly. yeah i always found over the years bleach is great to get rid of the smell in them but then wash it down really well because if you if you have cats really around well. but it's the one thing that does but yeah. you need to completely get rid of it or they'll keep coming back and marking it okay let's stay with cats i have a two-year-old indoor male cat he will cry for food even when there's food in his dish if I offer what's in his dish with a spoon like a baby, he'll eat it. Is it possible he just likes this attention or might it be something else that I should be worried about? OK, so um, I would say as long as your cat is otherwise really healthy, well in himself, and he, if he generally has a good appetite, if his appetite hasn't changed. So some cases cats might be fed and have, let's say, a meal that will be taken up. Other cats will be fed kind of on an ad-lib grazing basis. And that depends on your situation. So if if it is a case that your pet is eating less than usual and seems to, to not really want to eat what they're being given, it is possible that there might be a medical issue behind it. In which case, if there is a reduction in appetite or a change in appetite, it's best to check with the vet. But if it is a case that, let's say, your cat is fed ad-lib nuts um, or there's nuts down for it and it just seems to, you know, think that it needs extra feeding sometimes, um, it could be behaviour. It could be kind of attention-seeking behaviour because I suppose cats are quite human-centric when in, in, in their domesticated way that they are now and they, they do really crave attention. So it may just be that, you know, there's a pattern of interaction that they can trigger from you. They get a little bit of attention, probably a few cuddles. It may just be something as simple as that and that that's a way that they found that they can try and get your attention um i suppose uh, what i would say is it could be either it really depends on whether your pet is otherwise well in themselves eating drinking peeing pooing normally seems full of the joys of life then it may just be behavioral in which case although there might be a lot of meowing going on it's it's probably pretty harmless but if you have any doubts as to whether your cat has a change in appetite or seems in any way otherwise unwell just to be on the safe side i get them checked out by a vet just before we before we write it off as behavioral yeah but try and, try and ignoring sure. it and try not putting the food on the spoon because if the cat's hungry the cat will eat the cat will eat exactly yeah, and yeah. I think that the thing is maybe try I suppose if if you do eliminate any causes um, health wise of the issue it may just be engaging with your cat in a different way to satisfy their need for kind of communication with you so maybe trying to engage in a little bit more play or kind of going to have more cuddles it may just satisfy that 
that kind of interaction that they might be seeking if it is not health related um, and avoids lots of meowing and, and changes changes in the, the, the way you feed them. Nobody needs to be sitting there with a spoon feeding feeding their otherwise healthy cat unless there's a health issue. So I think it's, it's best to avoid kind of propagating the behaviour. OK, and I put both of these as two separate questions in, but they're both referring to, to wild cats and, and feral cats. So I'll put them both in together. One says, uh, Patricia, this wild cat calls to my door every morning to be fed. One of her eyes is in a terrible state. There's no way the cat will allow me to pick her up to take her to a vet. Is there anything I can get for her? She gets she does not seem distressed but the eye simply is not right so she does have a problem and, and it needs to be treated. And then Bridget said I have a cat, a feral cat that's been coming to my back door for 18 years. This is an old cat. She wow. has what looks like a tumour on her tummy. I can't get her into a cage to get her to a vet. Is there something I could get to relax her in order to get her to the vet? So in both cases they need to trap these cats don't they and get them to the vet yeah it does sound like it it sounds like these are two lovely people who are doing their you know their best to take care of these cats that have kind of just stumbled upon their doorstep so so well done for noticing that there's issues this is really difficult because feral cats by the nature of it you know the thing that keeps them safe is the fact that they're a little bit wary um, of, of strangers and in many cases even humans that they know quite well so catching them can be a real real challenge in both cases, I really do feel like these, these cats sound like they need to be seen by a vet rather than something just prescribed. And, and I suppose it's really important to understand there's, there's real limitations to what we as vets can prescribe. So generally, we have to see the pet or have extreme knowledge of the pet to be able to prescribe, for example, pain relief antibiotics. And that's just a safety measure to make sure that we're always doing the, the appropriate thing for that pet. So although it may be tempting to just try and get something to sort the issue, I suppose to be aware that it may not may not be the best fix in the world, but also in many cases as vets are our hands are tied unless we've unless we've seen the patient so what i'd say in this situation is the best bet i think would be probably to call the ispca so as these are stray cats otherwise and and as long as you're sure that they haven't got an owner locally and they they are genuine kind of feral strays then it may be best to discuss it with the ispca that there are stray cats that you feel are unwell and they'll be able to guide you as to some options as to what could be done in many cases they'll they'll give assistance or be able to guide you to a resource to give you assistance to deal with that so well done for noticing those issues fair play to you for wanting to take it on the stray cat that's kind of landed on your door and I, I would suggest if you if you Google the ISPCA there's there's a number there for Yeah them. and I don't they, know if either of the listeners to. are in West Cork but the that wonderful charity we spoke with them actually on one of your slots when you when you weren't here uh Rower oh. down in West Cork who do the trap neuter and release and they have special cages that they use. They're brilliant at getting their hands on a feral cat to bring them back neutering them that if they were in West Cork I'm sure they would advise people on how to get one of the cages and maybe give you a loan of one of their cages because uh, there is a knack to doing it uh, but if they're in West Cork certainly give give Rao a call they may be able to help out and, and good luck with it uh, to both of them now Donny's been on his 12 year old Jack Russell got what Donny would describe as a kind of a seizure re- recently in that he fell down over on his side he almost looked like he was dead then he peed a little bit and then he shot back up again and he's been perfect ever since what could all that be about okay um so first and foremost it's it's really frightening when something like that happens as a pet owner so i, I hope you're doing okay it's always a worry when something happens suddenly like that um it's good that he sounds like he's okay afterwards that's brilliant there could be really a few things going on here sometimes it could be a seizure so that's kind of a change in brain activity 
Um, and the classic things we see there, I suppose, if we think about humans with seizures, is kind of thrashing around, uncontrolled movement of the limbs, jerking. And sometimes, I suppose, in dogs and cats, they sometimes can pee and poo at the same time. Generally, they will get back to themselves afterwards, but it can take them a little while to do so. Um, so they sometimes seem a little bit off colour or kind of a little bit funny for a few hours afterwards. And, you know, there's a number of causes of that, particularly in an older pet that would need to be investigated by a vet. But the other thing it could be is it could be a genuine faint. So that's a little bit different. And that's to do with kind of blood flow around the body and blood supplying the brain. And sometimes that can signal that there might be heart or lung issues. Um, and again, sometimes they can have little collapse fainting episodes like this then seem quite normal quite quickly afterwards. Um, I would say in this situation, it's worth bringing it to the attention of your vet. I would recommend going for a, a full health check with your vet. Let them know the situation, even though it's the first episode, particularly in an older pet. We really need to take all the clues they give us to be able to help manage their health. So I wouldn't be in favour really of kind of watching and waiting um, without going to the vet first because it is an older pet and we want to take care of them. So visit the vet, tell them about the collapse. They'll do a full physical, physical exam and discuss the options with you. And it may just be a case that, you know, it might be a one-off and there may not be any any problems, but it is possible. You're better off getting it checked. We can help the pet with. OK, and finally, uh, Lorraine is about to rehome a little West Highland Terrier. Well done, uh, Lorraine. She remembers as a child they had a West Highland uh, Terrier who had diabetes. Somebody said to her recently that West Highland Terriers, uh, they're more likely to get diabetes than other breeds. Would Jane agree? Yeah, so there's lots of different breeds out there that tend to get certain diseases. So certainly Westies can get diabetes. They can get lots of skin issues as well. They, there are actually some quite unusual heart issues they can get um, that will be a lot rarer. But I suppose what I will say is that whatever breed you take on, there are always, I suppose, inherent predilections. So things they may be a little bit more prone to than others. Now with a crossbreed, I suppose sometimes that reduces a little bit um, or certainly there's a little bit of hybridism in there so you know you may not get a lot of the diseases that roll in the lines but I will say though is as long as your pet is otherwise healthy fair play to you for taking on and rehoming another dog I, I hope everything goes really really well for you but if you do have any concerns and you do have any concerns as regards let's say the signs of diabetes so that would be things like excessive drinking and weight loss and peeing a lot then do bring them to the attention of your vet but it may be a case that it may not be something that affects your pet yeah but it's good that you have an awareness as well that's, yeah, a, that's all important absolutely. Okay, listen, have a lovely week, uh, Jane, and we'll chat to you next week. You too. Thank Thanks you, for that. Bye bye. That is uh, Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.